Okay. Are we recording already? I'm just quickly making a cup of tea. Yeah, this it's recording. Well, I was actually just about to walk down and get a coffee. So oh, okay. I was just going to do that while potting. Yeah, sure. Do you think that shows a lack of seriousness about um the podcast that I would yes. just get a coffee while doing it? Oh, okay. <laughs> but well, I think that's fine. I want to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. might be the last ever episode of Meta. Oh yeah. Because then I think we're going to rebrand. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's time. I thought maybe our new podcast could be called <laughs> Not Drowning Waving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> because uh, it was like, I don't remember this, but on the last episode, we talked about how my psychologist had said, well, you can't just live by not dying over and over again, which not technically true, it turns out. But anyway, <laughs> but you actually have to, like, make a life worth living. Yeah. <clears throat> so then, you know, it's not about just not drowning. You've mm. got to be. You've got you know, to be it's like waving. a funny joke about not. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be, like, looking for, you've got to be doing something positive, not just. Yeah the lack of negative but something positive because you know that saying not waving drowning yeah yeah (laughs) I do know that saying (laughs) I can't believe you're not into it I'm devastated I wrote it down in my journal last night I was so excited no I'm into it I just don't sound into it (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I have a similar thing, not like lack of enthusiasm voice, but I have um perpetual sarcasm voice. So I'll be like, whoa, that's really great, which sounds so sarcastic. No, no, I seriously really like it. I think it's really good. That's my sincere voice. That's a curse. <laughs> I do like the pod ep name. I just don't think I'm like as enthusiastic about it as you are but it doesn't mean I don't like it I think it's good I think it's gonna grow on you yeah um, and it. I'm gonna draw a drawing of someone either drowning or waving unclear <laughs> you know also it's kind of like if you remember for a while we um we toyed around with our podcast being called false dichotomy oh this yeah is a real vaguely. pod on pod um false dichotomy well this is a false dichotomy waving and drowning it's true it's true yeah it all goes together yeah yeah it's the culmination of all of the episodes of meta ever like this has been the purpose of meta (laughs) to just create this has been around you more (laughs) successful (laughs) podcast a really long-term brainstorming session (laughs) over the course of three years yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Four years, Loyal maybe. listeners will no, be rewarded years. by <laughs> just an ending, I guess. <laughs> Not having to listen to it anymore. <laughs> it's a really long bit. It is a great bit, though. I think it could be really good. I'm really excited about it. Okay, great. My great. life. 
at just as a vessel for the bits, I think. Yeah, you do. Yeah, like how I refuse to see Avatar 1. <laughs> I love Avatar 2. Like the <laughs> only reason bit. for that is <laughs> like I've deliberately made actual life choices <laughs> just for the bit. For comedy value. Yeah, I do think that's a really good bit. I went on a date with a guy last night who um, I told him that I really liked Avatar 2. I thought it was genius. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when I I told him I hadn't seen Avatar 1, he was like, yeah, it's not good. I mean, neither (laughs) of them are good. And I was like, yeah, no, I know that. And even (laughs) though I do know that, I still couldn't stop talking to him at length about Avatar 2. I just couldn't stop myself. (laughs) Devastating. (laughs) That's good. I don't know. It's good. I'm looking forward to potting more regularly, hopefully, maybe. Okay, great. Well, I've got to do something. I'm literally not doing anything, Sam. Oh, yeah, you took three weeks off work. Yeah, I'm not working. I'm not studying. I don't have any hobbies. You've got a lot of hobbies. Yeah. You're just not currently engaged in any of them. That's true. Yeah. 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 You were writing a fantasy novel for a while. You're a seamstress. Oh, You're going to make Maybe shoes. I should get back into writing. Yeah, I really liked everything that you told me about the fantasy novel, mainly that one <laughs> of the characters is based on me. Yeah, you. Yeah, could turn into rocks. Yeah, I could turn into it was a giant eight foot <laughs> rock monster. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool actually. What really a great cool. book. <laughs> Man, lockdown was a wild time. I was like explaining to someone how Lucas was like a tube of toothpaste, and I was like trying to like get the last little skerrick out of him, like just sucking him dry of his life force, and that was basically lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about recently about how I really miss the simple times of lockdown. I really miss having a really like a routine that I was a hundred percent in charge of and the government giving me money and just spending all day teaching myself how to do pattern making from scratch and watching movies with my parents. It was a really nice time. Yeah, listen, doing I yoga. Think this is like kind of fucked up actually. Like this is real grass is always greener territory because I'm sure during lockdown you were like I gotta get out of this well towards the end I definitely started having like just a general malaise you know like what is the purpose of life kind of feeling but I feel like that all the time anyway so you know whatever that's true yeah but I do think I noticed like it was good it was a nice life yeah I definitely even though I didn't really like experience it as a negative, not seeing any people. Oh yeah, that was bad. Definitely fucked me up. Yeah, definitely fucked in, me like, up a, a little bit. In like a serious way that I don't even think. Like this is the other weird thing. Like humans are so bad at predicting what will make them happy. Oh no. That they'll be terrible. like, oh yeah, the poker machines. That's what makes me happy. Bam, bam, bam. Poker machine, poker <laughs> machine. But then like you don't have that same drive to like see your friends. <laughs> Which is, like, definitely demonstrably, you know, like, my mom can just stay home for, like, three weeks, then get really miserable, and I'll be like, yeah. maybe you should have dinner with a friend. Yeah. You should go and have dinner with a friend, and she'll be like, amazing. Yeah. It's like, why don't you have that same dopamine drive to, like, call your family? I think that the <laughs> just dopamine so drive is still there, but it's, like, being counteracted by 
I don't know, anxiety. The poker machines are just so much more powerful than calling your mother. <laughs> yeah, partly that, but also partly like, I think yeah, they have hacked your brain. Like instant gratification versus like, I don't know, whatever the opposite of that is. But there's also like uh, the, way, the way we're just uh, kind of all afraid of each other now and like all yeah. social interactions have like the possibility of uh I don't know you just failure. I just feel like yeah failure rejection. Or rejection or I don't even know how to explain it but I feel like this is just me I kind mean, of the, you saying can't control the other about the modern world yeah no like, I think this is real you said a thing where you were like I loved that I was in control of my own schedule well, yeah, because but I just like, mean that yeah, I didn't have to go to work. Like, blows your shit up constantly, <laughs> and that's like kind of annoying. <laughs> Look, there's a great movie you should see called Annihilation. <laughs> 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 On my date last night, the guy was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm reading this book, Annihilation." I was like, "Oh, great book! I love the movie." He was like, "Yeah, the movie's all right." I was like, "Yeah, I guess it's all right." And then I was like, in my head, I was like, play it cool. Play it cool. Don't freak out. <laughs> just, try to, just try to cosplay as a regular human person in the world. <laughs> You've already gone turbo about <laughs> Avatar 2. You don't want to scare him away. <laughs> Like, oh what are we doing? He did say at one point, you've told several stories about grudges you have against people from years ago. It's really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> Your capacity to maintain a grudge is amazing. Do you think that's also just another bit, though? I feel like many of your grudges are bits as well. Oh, yeah, possibly. Partly. Yeah, you know, I think like some people, you'll meet them and they'll be like, I'm a yeah. bisexual, and it'll be like 90% of their personality, and you'll be like, sure. how is that possible? <laughs> well, I've done that, but instead of it being bisexual, it's like just things that I'm a bit mad about. <laughs> that like constitutes of like personality. Like you hate the moon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's infuriating. Or like Do you remember how I hate I... the post office. Do you remember Just so when... much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when I tried to buy you a cameo of Tammy Brown, the drag queen, um, saying, singing you a song about the moon and how awful it is, and instead she sang you a song about Christmas and called you Ashley instead of Ainsley? <laughs> yes. God, she's terrible yeah. at her job. <laughs> Tammy Brown. That fucking rules. Take the money all the way to the bank, Tammy Brown. She nailed the brief, which was to make $60 from suckers. She's fucking killing it. She's like the most successful business person she I've ever seen. so checked out in the video. <laughs> so I know. She obviously just does the one after another. It must be yeah. so boring. <laughs> Can Sorry. I give you an update um, quickly? We won't do a whole episode about it, but I want to update you quickly on my sister's ex-husband. Oh, my God. This piece what is, of shit. And what he's up to most recently. Glitter bomb him? Uh, we should do something. Glitter bomb's that's a good fun. idea because that's not, like, technically a crime, right? Yeah, and it's just really fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah, whenever – when I used to live in Bill Shorten's electorate and he used to send me reply paid envelopes, I used to send them back full of glitter. <laughs> That's good. What a dumb bit. Anyway. <laughs> um, so 
my sister's ex-husband is a real piece of shit. He's a, um, a what did she call it? A, um, a narcissist. Something narcissist. But, yeah, but what's the one? They're like a undercover narcissist or something. There's a oh. word for it. Covert. Covert narcissist, yeah, where instead uh-huh. of um, kind of like manipulating you like actively, they manipulate you passively by just being a bit pathetic. And like uh, making you feel sorry oh, yeah. for them. <laughs> yeah, weaponized incompetence. Yes, totally that. Yeah, I t- I talk to Lucas about this where he'll be like, I didn't know head and shoulders two in one exists, and I'm like, that's weaponized incompetence. <laughs> You're forcing me to continue to stay in contact with you and do your grocery shopping by not understanding any products at the supermarket. It's not acceptable. <laughs> anyway. He, so he, um, he broke up with my sister out of nowhere over a year ago now, just updating the um, fans of the pod. And, um, and they've got two kids, right? They have two kids. One of the kids was two months old at the time that this happened. Fuck me. When he first broke up with her, he said that it was for no reason that he was just unhappy. We later found out that he was sleeping with somebody from his work of course, who he now yeah. lives with. <clears throat> um, and uh, he was being a real cunt about uh, custody and uh, visitation stuff for the kids. Jack, my sister, was trying to get him to just sign. This is like months and months and months of nightmare hell and like going to multiple professionals and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of all that, she was just trying to get him to sign a piece of paper that kind of like formalized the parenting agreement that they were already yeah. operating under. He refused to sign it and then she stopped bringing the kids around because he refused to sign it and then he sent her an email saying well you've finally done it you've gotten what you wanted you'll never see me again I hope you can explain to the kids when they're older why their dad isn't in their life this is all your fault okay but crazily the thing she wanted was to go on being married to him so what the (laughs) fuck is he talking about anyway sorry keep going yeah, just incorrect in a number of ways. But, oh, um, what a fucking piece of shit. And yet, then, if we killed him, we would be breaking the law. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. That's just garbage. <laughs> and then, but this, the more, even more fucked up thing that he did after he sent that email, this has happened around Easter time, he went to the six-year-old son's school where he was in class during the day, asked the principal, asked whatever, if he could speak to the son. Um, went up to him, said something. The principal didn't know what he said, gave him a duffel bag and then left. And then my sister found out later that what he had said was, your mum won't let me see you. See you later. Here's some chocolates for Easter. Goodbye, basically. Oh, my God. He, like, broke up with his six-year-old son forever. He was like, what see you never. Here's some chocolates. <laughs> Far yeah. out. Yeah. It is just so wild. I remember one time I was on a ferry with my brother's kids and I'm a bit afraid of boats. Mm. And James went, oh, this is scary. And I like, like dug really deep down inside of myself and said, no, it's fine. The ferry's lovely. Listen to the birds. <laughs> right. Because I yeah. realized that my feelings 
were yeah. not primary because there was a six-year-old on the boat with me. <laughs> and this fucking piece of shit. Like, it's just so crazy. Yeah, it's oh, insane. Oh, my God. But the real I just, thing how that could I, you treat a child like that anyway? I don't know. It's just so disgusting. Like, I didn't think I could think less of him as a human being until this moment, but here we are. But um, the thing that I really wanted to tell you about is his new business venture. <laughs> Oh, my God. Which we found out about because um, my sister's friend's husband, well, I guess the husband is also her friend, um, they're still connected on LinkedIn because they used to work together. Yeah. Um, so we found out uh, that he's got a new business that he's just started. And so his new thing on LinkedIn, he describes himself as the founder of a company called Simplify AI, and the tagline is AI-powered administrative solutions with a human touch. Empower productivity, outsource admin. AI is already simple. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean simplify AI? You just type in a question to it and it gives you a response. Okay, this is the little thing that he wrote as his update so we can try and understand what the fuck this business actually is okay okay excited to announce the launch of simplify ai my new venture that's revolutionizing the world of administrative work we're combining the power of ai with the understanding and care of a human touch to help businesses streamline their processes cut costs and focus on what matters most say goodbye to excessive salaries and hello to a simplified efficient okay stay tuned i've got a couple of things to say about this one (laughs) we should definitely flood his inbox with fake requests for quotes for administrative work oh my god and we yeah and we should get everybody else on like listening to this pod to do the same yeah. In the in the show notes, we'll list the email address. Yes. Uh, and I'll also give it maybe to Lucas, and he can put it into like one of his spam checker filters. And the second thing is, is like I used to subscribe to this service, and it was called Fancy Hands, right? And I paid five dollars a month for ten tasks to be mm-hmm. done for me by a personal assistant style person mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. And they would like wait on hold for me uh, to Centrelink and then patch me in when, once they answered the call or pay my electricity bill or I had a pair of shoes that were too big. They like bought a product that I could put in my shoes and then they would fit better. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it cost 50 US cents for each of these tasks. Mm-hmm. Administrative tasks are already massively undervalued. There aren't huge pays that we're giving to these people. Like everything would already be automated, but it turns out labor is actually really fucking cheap. There's millions of people out of work. What the fuck is he talking about? Say goodbye to million dollar administrative salaries. It's just nonsense. Anyway, that's my take. Yeah. <clears throat> you think that they wouldn't have already automated everything? A lot of people are like, we're going to lose our jobs. And it's like, I mean, uh, tragically, you're actually cheaper than a robot. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the real, like, terrible part is that you'll be doomed to work forever because yeah. you don't charge enough for your labour. Yeah, I just can't figure out, like, how this functions as a business. Like, I said to my sister, 
she was like, oh, he's because the business somehow she found out that it's registered in his girlfriend's name, <clears throat> like the ABN is registered to her. Um, and she's like, oh, it's probably so he can dodge child support. I'm like, well, yeah, when he eventually starts making money, but it takes a long time for businesses, especially businesses like whatever the fuck this is, to start making money. She's like, well, maybe they'll get investment. And I was like, invest in what? They don't have any proprietary tech. Like, this is yeah, probably also, a consulting the business. You, the way that you get investment is not by having, like, a great idea. It's by having gone to Oxford with other fucking rich people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just get investment by already being rich, not by having a good idea. <laughs> Seriously, like Gates, um, like the Apple guy, Zuckerberg, they all met their investors at college Listen, where I they were also to... independently wealthy. I love podcasts about scams and heists and like um, internet um scam stuff right so I started this I found I happened upon this podcast called Lazarus Heist which I didn't realize when I started listening to it but it turns out it's about the kind of like state-sponsored hacking team of the country of North Korea and um they were talking about (laughs) at one point in the pod they were talking about how there's a caste kind of system in North Korea where if your family was um close to whatever the first guy's name was uh what is his name Kim Il-sung Kim Il-sung if your family like if your dad like fought with his dad or whatever or whatever your grandpa fought with him in the war then your family is like the highest class and then the lowest class is anyone who collaborated with the Japanese and everybody else is kind of in the middle and they were like, you know, it's terrible, it's a caste system, and but the only way you can get out of it is by being really good at something, like being really good at sports or art or coding. And I was like, oh, so it's an actual meritocracy. <laughs> I'm like, that absolutely fake meritocracy that we have. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that anyway. is wild. <laughs> Yeah, imagine being in a system where you're born into your class position forever. <laughs> so fucking Yeah, stupid. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Lazarus Heist. I'm high-key rooting for North Korea in <laughs> all the okay. podcast yeah. episodes. Yeah. I mean, I have been really interested in um, this, like, defector who is obviously, like, working for the CIA. Like, like, there is such a grift to be made by defecting from North Korea and mm. then just, like, spraying lies about what it's like to live in North Korea. Absolutely. And some of the things that she has said are, like, insane. Like, the military eat dog food. And it's like, <laughs> what, who believes this? This is just <laughs> nonsense. Like, why would they go to all the trouble of taking meat, putting it in cans, <laughs> labeling that it's for dogs and then giving it to their own soldiers doesn't make any sense it's completely weird (laughs) she's amazing the the stuff that she says is fucking awesome i haven't really heard about her i'm gonna look her up but um the whole thing about the podcast is like you know, they're doing this underhanded stuff and ripping people off and, like, doing these illegal, like, internet scams just to make money. I'm like, well, because they don't have any other way of making money because of the U.S. fucking imposed sanctions. Yeah, by like, design, just, yeah. Just, you know, they're hustlers. What do you want from them? 
Yeah, imperial hegemony. You know who else does that? Is Nigeria. <laughs> They're like a country that's main industry is internet scams. Like this is just a known fact. And mm. it's not because they're ruled by a dictator. It's because of inequality. <laughs> yeah. Like more power to you. If you're poor, you should be fucking scamming rich old lonely ladies. <laughs> they probably, you know what? I There's a guy who was, I'm working for this like, um, whatever I've been doing some housing advocacy stuff because <laughs> to try and assuage my guilt over being a <laughs> landlord <laughs> and, um, there was this guy my whole life is just a complicated equation of like like sucking the marrow from life and then like trying to feed back into it but anyway um yeah, so I was doing this housing advocacy and this guy was like, oh, yeah, this woman, like, in Africa, she I've been chatting to her for a while. She's got some gold she's trying to bring into the country. Uh, and, like, <laughs> as gently as possible, I was like, oh, um, yeah, this sounds like, like, that's fake, isn't it? That's a, this sounds like a pretty classic internet scam. And he was like, oh, oh, yeah, I suppose you're probably right. Right. And then we kept talking. And then like 10 minutes later, he was like, but anyway, when my girlfriend moves here with all of her gold and it was like, it was kind of like he knew Mm. that the fee to believe this fantasy (laughs) was that he had to pay this scammer. But in exchange, he got to imagine a future where he was like loved and wealthy and he was willing to pay that. Yeah. So even though the truth was like in front of him, he would like refuse to see it. Totally. And I kind of think that's all right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean obviously not ideal. No, <laughs> and also in the long run, like the fantasy doesn't last. If there was some way for the fantasy to go on forever, then that would be probably fine. You know? Yeah, that's true. I guess the money runs out eventually. But yeah. like what I, I was also thinking like, what would I spend my money on that would produce more happiness than that brief amount of fantasy like maybe nothing mm. <laughs> I, I mean you literally can't buy anything that will make you happy except like a really nice meal at a restaurant with your dear friends that is yeah. so true yeah tea smoked duck and the bbc <laughs> probably yeah and it's sing tao god i would love to go out to dinner with you right now sam i know that would be so great Maybe I'll come to Adelaide. I'm not doing anything. Oh, yeah. You've got three weeks free. Come visit. I'm only working three days a week at the moment. We'll hang out. (laughs) All right, Sam, I'm going to go. It was really nice to talk to you. I hope this is good pod. Yeah, me too. Oh, goodbye, Metapod. Goodbye, Metapod. It's been real, listeners. Check us out on our new pod called (laughs) Baby Name TBC, but possibly called (laughs) Not Drowning, Waving. Right. I like it. It's the end of you. Yeah. It's too late. Now. I can't right. wait. Okay.